Good man yourself. I assume that's, back a, in town for that's us. a message. It's a reference to uh, our, uh, our our um, uh, lack of uh, visibility over the last couple of weeks. Indeed. Well, well last Indeed. week anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Me for a couple of weeks. But uh, even though we, we did do the old call in. But, we did. Uh, we did. 
Yeah, we've been away for a while, so good to see you back in the studio. And you too, pal. You Nicely too. tan from your Mexico trip. Yeah, you got a bit of an old twang there from huh? your trip to England you Get were on for so long. <laughs> no, that's not. That's the wrong. That's a different one, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> good uh, man, yeah, welcome back. Lag. And that was uh, Tin Lizzy. Yeah. Phil Linnett. Good man. Lovely stuff. Good stuff. Well, so. listen, um, uh, I know that the uh, the, airwa- the airwaves, uh, the Irish airwaves, I think even uh, the football airwaves are, are lit up today on, based upon the events yesterday. A 1-1 draw for the Republic of Ireland. So they're five, five games into their, uh, their World Cup qualifying campaign. They sit on top of the table. So uh, Martin O'Neill says he'll take that. Yep, but of course, yesterday's game completely overshadowed by a, a horrific injury to uh, poor Seamus Coleman. Oh, of course, we wish him the best. Uh, he broke his leg in two places. Yes. Horrific red card tackle. And uh, Gareth Bale should probably have uh, met the same fate about a minute earlier. I think so. But, yeah. um, and of course, terrible, that would have changed everything because if he gets the red card there, mm-hmm. then that play doesn't happen. You That's know what right. I mean? Like, oh, it yeah. was just straight away and uh, poor oh. old Seamus. But uh, the FAI have come out with a statement there. Seems to Everything seems to have... Gone well, yeah, but yeah. it doesn't look like he'll be back until 2018. Yeah, oh, that's, so, a, that's, that's a terrible injury to you. Well, listen, hopefully he'll be back. Him. I mean, oh. he was looking to maybe get into, uh, you know, a champion Champions League team yeah. uh, this summer. So oh, yeah. any transfers, no, any sale uh, of him is... Uh, yeah, I know it has uh, serious serious bank. implications. So, of course, uh, you know, I'm sure everybody's thoughts are with him. And it'd be great to have him back, of course, for um, for Russia assuming Ireland qualify for that. So, anyway, terrible, terrible uh, situation. But Indeed. anyway, we'll move on and we'll we'll try and be optimistic now for the rest of you, despite... So it's raining outside as well, Kenny. Shocking. It is. Yeah. It's awful. Yes. An awful morning. Wet, wet, wet. Yeah. But uh, just to, before we finish there too, I saw a nice thing there from James McLean. He wore the number five yesterday, got man of the match, and he, he said if the family wanted it, He'd uh, the young Derry lad, of course, oh, uh, who who passed away. He was a pal of James, and uh, he said he'd give the jersey to the family if they wanted it. So, very nice. What a lovely, uh, a lovely gesture. So yeah, and uh, just wanted to throw out there uh, the the big win for Ireland against England in the rugby there last week. Massive, massive, huge. <laughs> to be able to stop two teams now on their way to the nineteenth in a row. Yeah, we were at one of them. Yeah, in, we were uh, in very Chicago. famous in Chicago, beating New Zealand. And then uh, last week I happened to watch that game in a pub in Liverpool. Oh. And I was, uh, needless to say, surrounded by uh, <laughs> English fans. Uh, I had myself and Rona, my son there, and a couple other Canadians who did not know much about rugby at right, all. Right. And uh, when Ireland were uh, leading there, you know, there was one little cry out from the, come on, Ireland. So then I knew I was, I had, yeah, I had two of fella. us now, one fella to put back me up in case things went sideways. Anyway. They yeah. all took it in good fun, and uh, although I took an awful lot of abuse at the uh, the trade show that I was at for the rest of the week, okay. And uh, any time they they uh, they they saw the Irish boys, they they were given a <laughs> stick. Wouldn't buy anything from us. They said, <laughs> not for a month. They said they were all oh, off Guinness no, and Jamesons good. and not good. everything. So anyway, good. Well, listen, good. we we have a great show lined up, and uh, I'm very excited about a caller we have. Yes. Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully he calls in. Yeah, he will, I think course. he will. Yeah. Um, his uh, his uh, his name is uh, Tommy Byrne, and, and uh, he drove a Formula One uh, car in the 1980s. For he actually was in five events for um, uh, one of the lower tiered um, uh, manufacturers there. So he's going to join us. He's got a, quite a career, and he'll be talking Amazing. a little bit about. It. He's coming to town here to promote a documentary called Crash and Burn, 
and uh, he's actually going to be here in person. So he's going to call in. We'll have a bit of a chat with him. Probably one of the more interesting people that we've ever interviewed on the show. So I'm looking forward yeah. to it. Um, and probably the most famous race car driver you didn't hear of. Maybe. That's right, so yes. I think one of the Just lines. They, so. One of the lines that they yeah. use, yeah. Anyway, a bit of GAA going on this weekend. I have to, it, it would be uh, remiss of me not to mention a massive bet that's on in the community. Um, the big hurling game taking oh, place yeah. between Cork and Tipperary. Charlie Foster, mm-hmm. Paddy Gleeson. A $20 bet. Do you think there'll be any money exchanged there at None. all? None. Huh? No. No money will they'll go both either be, way there. It won't be because it was a draw either. <laughs> I was just going to say they're both probably hoping it'll be a draw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that'll be one of those bets that just never gets settled, right? Right. There'll be a, you know, some kind of a steward's inquiry. Yeah. Maybe a Paddy bit like our Liverpool Spurs bets, huh? A bit like them, except uh, <laughs> except I, I'm, I'm saving up for them. <laughs> That's right. Okay, good. <laughs> but uh, Division 1, though, of the Football League has oh, yeah. uh, just looks really, really, uh, looks really bubbling up. There's been a lot of draws in, uh, in this. It just goes to show how how tight yes. uh, the top tier of football is. But you've got Dublin, Donegal, Tyrone and Monaghan now mm-hmm. on seven points in, uh, in, in Division 1 of the football and um, Sligo after um, you know they must have been celebrating after beating Leash all week because <laughs> they came crashing back to earth against Longford last week they so did, Leash are in a bit of trouble in Division 3 they are they are a wee bit of after trouble after losing now. to Antrim and um, they have Longford now this week yeah right uh, right, yeah. Well, I was getting yeah. a lot of abuse now from some former mates uh, that used to play for the Toronto Gales. Oh, yeah. Living over in Belfast. And I, you know, I told them, you know, they were slagging me a bit about Antrim beating them last yeah. week. And I said, you know, we always we always send the ladies up to the UK to play our football. <laughs> right? Oh, lovely. That went over it well. It went silent for a while and it, then it, they it. came out flying. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. How much you've forgotten, he says to me. You'd be yeah. in some trouble now if you don't beat Longford. We're done if we lose Longford. We're yeah. out. Uh, we're yeah. gone back to Division 4, which is an awful... You know they're they're better than that, unfortunately. Um, but they have you know Longford and Offaly. They have two of the worst teams in the groups to play. But they have to win both of them. Uh, not even a draw will save them, I think, at this stage. So and we have Offaly. So you have Offaly still yeah. to go. Yeah. So you have a chance we still to get promotion. You oh, need yeah. you need some things to happen there. Would be grand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. Yeah. And dub the dubs are uh, going to try and make it thirty-five incredible wins. That's, yeah, that's an incredible that's run in both, I suppose, the championship and the league, right? Yeah. And Ross Common, who aren't doing so well, so no, they should they're have gone. It handy they're, with they're them. Gone back. Yeah, yeah, should have it handy. The Tyrone Mayo should be a good one. That'll be a great game. Yeah, yeah. No, Mayo very disappointed after losing to Cavan last week. Uh, Cavan had only drawn a game so far in the campaign until last week, and uh, Mayo um, uh, and Mayo were at home for that game as well. So it was very disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. What about uh, in the hurling dub, Kilkenny? Dublin, Kilkenny. Yeah. Uh, Dublin have um, Dublin have come on a bit now. I'd be um, I'm p- I'm picking dubs to, to to turn one over on Kilkenny, yeah. even though Kilkenny are coming off a a fairly good result against the Tip lads. I'm gonna take Dublin in that they one. Are. Right. Yeah. They're playing well. They yeah. Are. Yeah. And they have these cooler lads coming back into the picture now. All yeah. right. Yeah. Be a good one then. Yeah, should be good. What kind uh, of tunes have you lined up here now? Oh, sure, they're all great, of course, as usual. Yeah. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. No doubt at all. Any Joe? Uh, no Joe. No, be a Joe free show. be that good, show. so. Be a Joe free show. You had enough Joe now for the last while while I was away, so it'd be all good. Yeah, all right. Lowry and McElroy out of the golf. Gone, Gone. yeah. Yeah, that's disappointing. Yeah, very disappointing. That's disappointing, indeed. but um, I, I like that format, though. You, you, you know, you play three games, which you pretty much... You have to win the two. You, know, you have to win. Yesterday, they were both eliminated. Yeah. Yesterday didn't matter, didn't. Uh, which is a bit disappointing, but... You're playing for pride. Yesterday. Yeah, 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 but the Masters is only two weeks away now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's so, right. And that's uh, right. Lowry will be at the Masters, I think, again, won't he? Yeah. And um, I don't think Harrington is there, is he? I, I 
not sure now. Don't think he is. One. He has to qualify yet. Okay. Yeah. Should be interesting though. Very good. On the rugby side, Ulster beat Newport Dragons yesterday twenty seven seventeen, and then the other three provinces go at it today. Connacht and Glasgow, Leinster or Cardiff Blues and Munster play bottom of the table zebra. So that'll be uh, that'll be the round out there. Yeah. And um, I suppose the other thing for our listeners overseas, I hope they realise that. The clocks last couple of weeks are gone because they could be tuning in to the Chinese news and not even realise the show they're watching. Yeah, that's true, all right. Maybe they think we're just fluent Good call there, Kenny. I wouldn't have been thinking of that one. And the other thing, of course, that is tomorrow. Don't forget. Don't forget. Call the mammies. The mammies. The mammies in Ireland and the Irish mammies here. And any mammy, of course, across there. How much Uh, panic we've just created now in a few people. Oh, the Lord. Call the flower place. Yeah. Get them in. In Dundalk. (laughs) Yeah. Well, anyway, big happy Mammy's Day out, and uh, should we play this one, will we? Go on. Have you seen the tidy cottage in the straggling, dusty street where the roses swing their censers by the door? Have you heard the happy prattle and the tramp of tiny feet as the sturdy youngsters romp about the floor. Did you wonder why the sparrow comes to sing its sweetest song? Did the subtle charm of home upon you fall? Did you wonder why it haunted you the while you passed along? There's a little Irish mother there, that's all. There's a little Irish mother and her head is bowed and grey and she's lonesome when the evening shadows fall. Near the fire she does be thinking all the children are away and their silent pictures watch her from the wall. For the world has claimed them from her. They are men and women now. In their thinning hair the telltale silver gleams. But she runs her fingers dozing over a little baby's brow. It is little calm or bridgy in her dreams. There's a little Irish mother and she's sleeping now at last where the tangled grass is creeping all around and the bones of unsung heroes troop about her from the past while the moonlight scatters diamonds on the mound. And an Irish man is toiling in the world of busy men where the strife and sordid grinding cramp and kill but his eyes are sometimes misted and his heart grows brave again. She's the little Irish mother to him still. When the last accounts are settled in the balancing up to be and our idols on the rubbish heap are hurled, then God shall call to honour, not the stars it seems to me, who have posed beneath the footlights of the world. But the king shall doff his purple and the queen lay by her crown and the great ones of the earth shall stand aside while a little Irish mother in her tattered faded gown shall receive the crown too long to her denied. The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub at 
atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. This is Butler here from Ireland, and you're listening to Keologus Crack with Ken and Mark. Do you hear that now? Right. All right, well, we're off to Ottawa to get the news from Ireland with Desmond Devoy. Good morning, Desmond. Good morning, lads. Great to have the dynamic duo back in the studio. And good morning, folks. Desmond Devoy here with the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. And here are the top stories that have been making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. When he stepped down as Northern Ireland's Deputy First Minister this past January, Mark McGuinness told a crowd in Derry that his heart belonged as ever, in the bog side. This past week, McGuinness, at one time the Irish Republican Army's chief of staff, one of only a handful of men who could have made peace possible in the North, died after a brief illness on Tuesday. Now his heart will forever literally and figuratively belong in the bog side. McGuinness, age 66, died of a rare heart condition. He had served as the North's Deputy First Minister from 2007 until this past January. On Tuesday, thousands lined the streets of Derry City, Sinn Féin President Jerry Adams and the party's new leader at Stormont, Michelle O'Neill, draped the Irish tricolour over McGuinness's casket on William Street. According to the Independent, crowds applauded as the procession made its way through the city on the banks of the foil, past the free dairy corner, before his sons shouldered him into the family home. Former U.S. President Bill Clinton, who was in office when the Good Friday Agreement of 1998 came to be, which McGuinness helped negotiate, gave the eulogy for his old colleague at St. Columba's Church. He persevered and he prevailed. He risked the wrath of his comrades and the rejection of his adversaries, said Clinton during the eulogy, according to the Belfast Telegraph. He urged the North leaders who are trying to hammer out a new power-sharing government by Monday to, quote, honor him by finishing the work that there is to be done. Also present was First Minister Arlene Foster and Taoiseach Andy Kenny, as well as former Taoiseach Bertie Ahern and former First Minister Peter Robinson. Father Michael Canney was the chief celebrant of the funeral mass who acknowledged that, quote, there are people in this church today whose presence would not have, whose presence in the church today would have been unthinkable only a generation ago, according to the Herald. In other news this week, one Irish woman was caught up in this week's terrorist attacks on the Westminster Parliament in London, England. The unnamed Irish citizen was amongst 40 people injured in the attack when a terrorist used his vehicle to intentionally hit pedestrians along Westminster Bridge before abandoning the car and stabbing a London police officer to death on the grounds of Parliament. Tanishta Francis Fitzgerald told the Doyle in Dublin this week that the condition of the Irish victim was not considered to be life-threatening, according to the Irish Times. Meanwhile, another Irish citizen witnessed the attack in an interview with Red FM in Cork. Michael Kingston from Galeen, County Cork, said that, quote, all hell broke loose and he saw people, quote, lying, dying in the streets. The maritime lawyer was on the bridge on his way to a meeting when he saw people running away from the car that had mounted the curb. Meanwhile, not far away, Lagan Valley MP Sir Geoffrey Donaldson was on his way into the House of Commons for a vote. The attacker had crashed his car into the railings nearby and ran through the gates of Westminster after, after having killed four others outside. Donaldson said there was a loud bang from the direction of the main gates, according to the Belfast Telegraph. He was told to get to the ground by police. He later saw the wounded police officer and people around him trying to save his life. Donaldson called the site devastating. 
In worker relations news this morning, workers at Bus Aaron went on strike yesterday to prevent to protest cost-cutting measures that were imposed without union agreement. The company warned that the strike will worsen their financial situation, which has already been described as perilous, according to RTE News. Already, there are cascading effects with some Inrod Aaron intercity train services affected because of picketing. Transport Minister Shane Ross said that he will, quote, categorically not be intervening in the strike and urge both sides to get back to talks. While Dublin bus services are still operating as normal, GO BE bus services between Cork and Dublin City and Airport were suspended yesterday. While as many as 110,000 passengers a day use bus Aaron on average, the company lost 9.4 million euros last year and as much as 50,000 euros a day in January. But each day lost to a strike will cost the company another half a million euros. Well, an update now, a sad update on last week's top story for you now, with word that the black box recorder and the body of one of the crew of missing Irish Coast Guard helicopter Rescue 116 has been located in the craft's wreckage. Naval surface divers attempted to remove the body from the aircraft earlier, but undersea conditions proved challenging, according to RTE News. While the helicopter's captain was rescued before dying later on land last week, the bodies of the two remaining airmen have yet yet to be recovered. This week in Irish history, on March 25, 1920, the first black and tanned British auxiliary troops arrive in Ireland. On the same day, in 1738, the Irish composer and travelling harpist Turla O'Carolan dies. On March 24, 1909, John Millington Singh, playwright, playwright of the Playboy of the Western World and co-founder of the Abbey Theatre in Dublin, dies at the age of 37 from cancer. On March 23, 1926, Eamon de Valera found Fianna Foyle, which would go on to become Ireland's most successful political party of the 20th century. On March 20, 1964, hell-raising Dublin-born playwright Brendan Behan dies. He was known for such plays as The Queer Fellow and The Hostage and his memoir, Borstal Boy. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Travelling to Ireland and Europe has never been easier with Aer Lingus's year-round direct service from Toronto to Dublin, with connections available from more than 10 Canadian cities to Dublin. Smart flies Aer Lingus. Check them out online at www.airlingus.com. That's www.airlingus.com. A-E-R-L-I-N-G-U-S. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with the gang at Keolagus Crack. So until next week, folks, slán go foil. My feet are here on Broadway This blessed harvest morn But oh I'm working cold and heat, but oh, to swing aside today through a field of Irish wheat, had I the chance to wander back, our own a king's abode, I'd rather Mother died last springtime.
That's Curry Band Walking on Cars and a track called uh, Speeding Cars. Oh, that's a mighty bit of music there. Isn't it, yeah? And there's a, of course, there's a reason for that. There is, yeah. Actually, kind of fitting, Kenny. The, we're on the eve of the 2017 Formula One season. Yes, indeed. Starts tomorrow down in Melbourne, Australia. I was watching a bit of the qualifying there this morning and uh, absolutely delighted to be joined on the phone now by a man who's kind of familiar with that scene, Tommy Byrne. Uh, he's going to be coming to Toronto soon to attend the Canadian Premier of a documentary about his life titled Crash and Burn that's playing at the Regent Theatre on April 7th and 8th. Uh, Tommy, you're very welcome to the show. Thanks for calling. Uh, you're very welcome, Mark. Great to talk to you guys. Yeah, good stuff. So, um, as on the run-up to the show here, uh, Tommy, one of the one of the things I wondered is, you know, even the title of the show uh, or of the, the documentary Crash and Burn, I'm very curious, uh, you know, as you were going through the process of putting all of this together, what emotion runs through you when you reflect on, on your career? Is it, as I say, if you could do it all again, do you regret anything or would you do it all the same again? Um, well, obviously, I'm the most famous driver never to have made it in his life. So that's, <laughs> I, go through my life, I go through my life with that. Um, no, it's, uh, it's great. Remember, that was 35 years ago. Yeah. And I've done a lot of different things since that. And... I get the same question all the time. I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. I was the way I was, and I got to where I got to because of my personality and because of the way I was. So, mm-hmm. sure, you'd love to be able to change some things, but I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you were one of the fastest drivers out there. People may not know. I mean, around Silverstone, you were uh, you were certainly beating the likes in terms of time, the likes of Nicky Lauda and, and John Watson. Is that right? Yes, that's right. And my call of sabotage as well, which is not in the movie because the guys were afraid to put it in, but it's in my book, Crashed and Burned, B-Y-R-N-E-D, which will be on sale up there in Toronto when I get up there. Yeah, yeah. Tommy, do you point to any one uh, event, one particular event that, you know, from a, a downward spiral standpoint, you know, going, going back those 35 years ago where you were with the Theodore team and you got the shot at McLaren, do you point to one particular event that you would characterize as the real bad turning point in, uh, in things, right? Where things started to really go on the downside of the hill for you. Was there one particular turning point or do you think it was a, a confluence of several, you know, things that contributed no, it to was, it? No, it was in Las Vegas when I was driving for the Theodore Formula One team. And um, and at the end of that race, uh, I told those guys to take the drive and shove it because they weren't <laughs> listening to me. And um, that's kind of... I knew I wasn't going to be in Formula 1 after that because I knew there was no drive for me anyhow. They hired, they hired somebody else the next year. So it was 1982, Las Vegas, Caesars Palace. Yeah. That was 
exactly the time I knew it was all over for me in Formula One. Wow. And maybe just, uh, Tommy, you know, you're, we're talking about uh, when it was over, but the beginnings from a, a lad growing up in Dundalk, how does it all start for you? Maybe you can let the folks know. Oh, dear, it would it would take a long time. Uh, <laughs> I just, I was a nut for cars. I mean, I think everybody in Ireland loved cars and wheels, yeah. anything that turned. And then, and then when I got into something like a Formula Ford 1600, I did a racing school in Mandela Park. I paid 25 punts at the time for 25 laps in the rain, spun half, spun nine times out of 25. And uh, I just felt, I just couldn't believe it. I fell in love with, with the car and I just thought it was, I couldn't see for a week after. It was like the biggest drug you could ever take. So it's a, it's a great story of perseverance too, right, from, from those early days right through to, you know, as far as you got. Uh, and you then know, of Mark, course I you... didn't know. I mean, at the time, it was every single day. I mean, people think that I didn't take it as seriously as I heard in Senna or people like that. It didn't look like that, but deep down, you know, inside me, it was very, very... Every single day, I had to figure out how am I going to get to the next level? Mm-hmm. How am I going to win the next race? To win the next, to get the next race, to win the next race, to get the next race, that went on for years. And when I think back on it, it's like, wow, I have no idea how I did it. I had a lot of friends, and lots and lots of friends. Mm-hmm. Does the story hold back anything, Tommy? I mean, uh, are there are there things that happened in your career that? you kind of take to the grave and that you held back and that are not in the documentary. Not that you're going to share no, them with well, us. The, the documentary, unfortunately, I mean, I know there's Sean O'Coolon, by the way, from Galway. Yeah, yeah. The director is the best director in the world. I love him to death. But the documentary is nothing compared to the book because oh. you could not have that stuff. You could not have that stuff in the documentary. So the book is absolutely no holds barred. And Mark Hughes still kept out 80% of the stuff I told him. Because mm. I was just going through a time in my life, I told everything. Yeah, yeah. right. So the book is a good read then too. <laughs> oh no, no! If, if you read, I mean, I'm not trying to promote the book, which I am. Yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, minigrid dot com. They're going to be going to be selling it in Canada. If you really want a real story, yeah, you have to get the book. It's the book. All right. Well, that's the one then. Great stuff, and yeah. and you'll be in Toronto for it. Will you? You'll be signing a few of them, I'd say as well. Will you? After the yes, I will. I'll be a minigrid, uh, minigrid, which is Scott Maxwell. And um, by the way, Toronto is my favorite road, uh, street course in the world. I raced there four times. Oh. I think I was on pole three times, and I won once in Indy Lights. And uh, I was leading three times there. That's, I love that place. Oh, so oh, very you, good. You raced in the Indy here in Toronto. I raced in the Indy Lights in 1986, oh. 1987, 1988, and 1989. And I oh. raced with a Canadian team in 1989 called Lanford Racing, right. which Paul Tracy raced the year after me. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Did not know that. So that good good Canadian connection there. Yeah, of course. We oh, love our... Toronto. I, I just love Toronto. I love that track. That's my that that's my favorite road uh, street course in the world. Wow. That's very good. You could trip down memory lane for you here. Have you been back since then? Oh, yeah, I've been back driver coaching other drivers. Oh, you have. Sure, I've been, I've been back there a lot. Oh, okay, good, good, good stuff. My, manager, still... is Jared, my manager in 19, 1980, sorry, 1990, 1987 was Jerry Maguire from Toronto, the Irish guy uh-huh. that uh, lives in uh, Mississauga. Oh, wow, oh, very good. Oh, very good. <laughs> Do you still stay tuned in to the racing, Tommy? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm tired right now because I, I decided to stay awake to watch the qualifying, uh, to watch the practice this morning, or qualifying this morning. Yeah, oh, very right. good. Lewis Hamilton did the business there, I think, Tommy, didn't he? Yes, he did. I mean, he's a, 
he's a really, really good driver. There's a lot of good drivers, but he does, you know, he does, he uses that car to the best. Yeah. Um, but it's this is I think this is going to be one of the better years for sure. Yeah. Good. Well, listen, I think this thing is going to be a great. Uh, I think it's going to be a great event here. Our Canadians are we're mad about our driving up here, as you know. We've got, you know, Jacques and Gilles Villeneuve and Alex Tagliani, and you mentioned Paul Tracy and. Greg Moore, of course. Uh, we've had some fantastic. It's a it's a very popular sport up here. I've no doubt that, um, no doubt that the documentary will go down very well here, Tommy. And the fact that you'll be here, I think, is is going to make it uh, put it on steroids here. So that's fantastic. Yes, I've done it in I've done it in Ireland. I've done it now in London, and then now I'm going to be doing it in Toronto. So I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Good. Do you go back to Ireland at all now, Tommy? Do you go back to Dundalk or? I don't. I no. don't go back as much. It's been thirty years. So yeah. this time I was back for twenty days between Ireland and England I just had a great time I had a great time with my family with my friends so the movie has actually it's done a lot for me um, you know, mentally just to get back in touch with all my friends I had years and years ago yeah very well, good great. Listen, uh, we're, Ireland's always very proud of, of the world class sportsmen we produce whether it's Rory McIlroy or Eddie Irvine Barry McGuigan George Best and uh, your name is on the list as you said at the beginning you may not have uh, you may not have hit the hit the heights that uh, that you possibly could have but your name is on the list Tommy so that's that's fantastic well done yeah it's, it's very scary actually <laughs> and you're down in Florida now Tommy I am I'm in Daytona at the moment actually yes I live I live in Daytona all right, all right, very good. And good. and you have a a business, uh, or you're involved with a business in Ohio then as well. Is that correct? I work in a, I work at a, a Mid Ohio Driving School. Yeah. And I work at the um, Mid Ohio Driving School and the the new single seater school, the Lucas School of Oil Racing, which is single seater school. And I've got my own business, DiabloDrifter.com, dot com, is a machine that we sell for skid car training for for um, police and teenagers. Very good. Excellent. Good stuff. Well done. Well, Tommy, we'll, uh, hopefully uh, myself and Ken will make our way there. If we, if we get down there, we'll, uh, we'll try and shake your hand for sure. Um, you might get through the, 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 the paparazzi here to shake your hand maybe. And, uh, well, I'll we'll be there, I'm there Friday, Saturday, and I'm going to leave to head back to America on Sunday. Good stuff. All right. Good well, stuff. Uh, look forward, forward to meeting forward you. To you guys. Sounds good, Tommy. Thanks a lot for doing Thanks this. Thanks a million. Good luck with the trip right, and no, good luck with the show. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you. All the best. Bye. Bye. We'll do it all Everything On our own We don't Just lay here Would you lie with me And just forget the world I don't quite know How to say Too much. They're not enough. 
If I lay here, if I just lay here, would you lie with me and just forget the Just lay here. Would you lie with me and just forget the world? When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keane family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home and not too far from home at 838 the Queensway in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms. Very good. Yeah, there was a good crowd down there. We were down to watch the game yesterday and uh good crowd in good there. Good crew in there, yeah. Che- you know, cheering yeah. the lads on. Yeah, the hockey game you mean, right? Oh, I do. Yeah. Yeah, of course. What are you talking about? No, that's it. Huh? <laughs> um so uh, before that there that track was Snow Patrol chasing cars. So very good. Just yeah, to round yeah. out our driver. Yeah, bookended the huh? interview brilliantly on, there with Tommy. your car team. He was very good now. Yeah. Uh, very uh, interesting. interesting. Interesting character. There's no uh, no ears and graces to him. Matter no, of fact, as you very, said, very, very much so. And I'd say, uh, yeah, I'd, I'm looking forward to watching that documentary. It should be good. It should be very get good. Ourselves down there, and you should get yourselves down. And we'll uh, give you the old phone numbers and all that stuff uh, during the calendar of events. So, 
And there's two tickets we're going to give away. Oh, uh, Tommy's promoters have told us that um, they're going to give uh, two tickets away. And so we'll run an old contest. Send a, an email to mark at saturdayirishradio.com or ken at saturdayirishradio.com. And if you can tell us what county um, Tommy Byrne is from uh, originally, we will um, dole out a couple of tickets to you to go and see that show on April 7th uh, or April 8th. Um, now, there you go. Brilliant. Send us that and then we'll uh, make arrangements for that to be picked up at the door. And I'd like to thank uh, Tommy's promoters for scheduling that interview with us and uh, for making those tickets available. Yes, indeed. Yeah. And um, so it happened to me this week, this oh. week, last uh, Wednesday. Oh, oh, what happened? My first sweet 16 in the household. <gasps> Brogan turned 16. Oh, boy. Oh, Lord yeah. money. Where are the years going? Yeah, that's trouble, you know. It is. Yeah. It's supposed to be trouble. That's and then trouble. a few more coming after you got it these other ones coming. I'd oh say there's Lord. more trouble coming. Oh. Then. I think Brogan is going to be the easiest one. Hopefully you now. You've got that Ronan fella coming oh. up now, and that's all kinds of blackguard. trouble. Yeah. Blackguard. Blackguard, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Anyway. Every time I go to your house, my huh? wallet, every time, I always leave it on the counter inside your door. Does it disappear? And I check it on the way out. And, uh, and, and then it, and it's always lighter. And then every time I come back, I see that Ronan's always wearing nicer clothes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And you have a nicer car be. in the driver. <laughs> you don't carry that much cash, do you? I, come, I don't come anymore. Going to a Sligo fella's house, you wouldn't carry that much, <laughs> that much change. Anyway, um, we had uh, been sent a few tracks from... Emmett Cahill's album, he's mm-hmm. of the uh, uh, Celtic Thunder fame, and yeah. uh, he does a nice rendition of Sweet Sixteen, so I thought it would be appropriate now to throw that out to Brogan. I did in all lines 
250 years of brewing tradition and a widget the widget makes every can of guinness guinness very good well here we go with the guinness community calendar of events and celtic canada is uh, out there now folks the new magazine release uh, you should be able to get it out there. And, of course, you can check their website for all the great articles there that uh, Ellie will be putting up and stay in tune with everything that's going on there at CelticCanada.com. The Devoy Academy of Irish Dance will be hosting a fundraising concert. It's a great day for the Irish is what it's called, and it's on Friday, March the 31st at the Lester B. Pearson Theatre in Brampton, right beside the Bramley City Centre. The show runs from 7 to 9 p.m., for more information, you give Dimfna Devoy a call at 416-889-4460. And uh, we'll even give away a couple of tickets to that event if you send me an email at ken at saturdayirishradio.com. We'll get you uh, two tickets into that event. Peggy Delaney's Memorial Mass commemorating her passing on April the 5th, 2010. It's hard to believe, folks. It is on at... Um, on, uh, sorry, it is on March, uh, April the 5th. I apologize. That's on Wednesday, April the 5th at 12.10 p.m. at St. Michael's Cathedral Basilica. And that, of course, is between Church and Bond, uh, just near the uh, shutter in downtown Toronto. And uh, you heard Tommy Byrne on here. Minigrid presents the Canadian premiere of Crash and Burn, the documentary based on the Dundalk-born Formula One's bad boy, Tommy Byrne. It'll have its Canadian premiere at the Regent Theatre in Toronto on Friday, April the 7th at half seven. And on Saturday, April the 8th, you can check it out at half one and at half seven in the evening. That's at the Regent Theatre, 551 Mount Pleasant Road. That's uh, around the Davisville area. And Tommy Byrne and the producer, David Burke, will be attending. And they will host a Q&A with the audience after the show. Tickets are, uh, you can give Minigrid a call at 416-488-7663. Or you can go online at minigrid.com. The cost of the tickets are $20, and that's including your taxes. And uh, they want you to know that all screens do have a limited 
seating capacity. And again, we're giving away two tickets to that documentary. If you send us an email, ken at saturdayirishradio.com or you can send one to mark at saturdayirishradio.com. We will give away two tickets to that show and uh, make sure you get in there. The Easter Rising Commemoration Breakfast in Toronto will take place on Sunday, April the 16th at the Estonia House on Broadview Avenue. Guest speaker will be Sinn Féin's Pader Tobin. He is a TD. And uh, the Irish Rogues will provide musical entertainment after the breakfast and the formal programme. Tickets are $25 and can be purchased through the usual ticket sellers. And you can also get them from their website, fosfc.com. Or you can give them a shout, 416 402 3729 and the Toronto Rose Ball they want you to put the uh, date in your calendar May the 13th at the King's Garden Banquet Hall and the Thomas Darcy McGee Summer School in Carlingford is running from August 21st to the 23rd and it's going to uh, help celebrate Canada's 150th birthday and you can check them out and get more information um, from tommyfegan at gmail.com or go to Thomas. DarcyMcGee.com slash summer school. That's it, folks, for the Guinness Community Calendar of Events. And you can send us an email if you ever have an event that you want to get promoted on the show. Ken at Saturday Irish Radio. And you can go to our website, SaturdayIrishRadio.com, to get all the email addresses, websites, and phone numbers. All right, very good. Well, here's a, a track from the new Ed Sheeran album. This one is about his grandparents' meeting. One from uh, Belfast and one from Wexford, and it's called Nancy Maguire. I was 24 years old when I met the woman I would call my own. 22 grandkids now growing old in the house that your brother bought you. On the summer day when I proposed, I made that wedding ring dentist gold. And I asked her father, but her daddy said, no, you can't marry my daughter. She and I went on the run, don't care about religion. I'm gonna marry the woman I love, down by the Wexford border. She was Nancy Mulligan, I was William Sheeran. She took my name and then we were one, down by the Wexford border. Second World War and she was working on a soldier's ward Never had I seen such beauty before The moment that I saw her Nancy was my yellow rose And we got married wearing borrowed clothes We got eight children now growing old Five sons and three daughters She and I went on the run Don't care about religion I'm gonna marry the woman I love Down by the Wexford border She was Nancy Mulligan she took my name and then we were one Down by the Wexford border From the snow white street 
Taking a jet black hair over 60 years I've been loving her Now we're sat by the fire in our old armchairs You know Nancy, I adore ya From a farm boy born near Belfast town I never worry about the king and crown Cause I found my heart up on the southern ground There's no difference, I assure ya She and I went on the run Don't care about religion Good. Uh, there we go. Hey, listen, something that didn't make its way to your uh, to your calendar of events. Uh, St. Pat's are having a quiz night next Saturday at Quinn's on April 1st, oh, April Fool's Day. Um, anyway, that starts at 8.30, uh, $20, lots of great prizes. And uh, it's just a, a show up um, with your with your group of smart people. And your brains. Smart people in your brains. Anyway, so that's next Saturday at Quinn's at 8.30 p.m. Get down there for to support St. Pat's quiz night. There you go. Very good. There it is. Another hour wrapped. That's it. We're back. End of story. And, uh, we're done. Just good like man. that. Again, uh, happy Mother's Day to uh, all the mammies across the pond and the any clocks. of the Irish lassies that are here, of course. We'll be working on our April Fool's material oh, for next Saturday. The we'll stuff. A load of it. Sean Gilroy might get a few mentions. Very good. Slanagwiv. My Irish mother, there's no other could take her place. I'm so proud of my Irish mother, the love in her heart and the smile on her face. When I was young and I needed a shoulder, home I would run and she would be there. Waiting to hold me And when I grew older Still she would show me That same loving care Thank you Lord for my Irish mother There's no other could take her place I'm so proud of my Irish mother Loving her heart and the smile on her face I tried so hard to make her feel proud And all that I did, whatever the test Sometimes I'd win, sometimes I'd lose But in her eyes I was always the best She was the first one to tell me Programming for our Irish community can be heard